Have you been to Express lately? People can't get enough of their clothes. They're like insta-confidence boosters. The jeans come in a temp-control fabric that keeps you comfortable no matter the weather. And the t-shirts, hands down, they'll feel like they're made of the softest fabric you've ever worn. And get this, the suits have stretch and look sharp. Like, what? How do they do that? Everyone's raving about the newest looks from Express. Just check out the five-star reviews. See for yourself and shop the latest at Express.com and in stores. Are you ready? Let's make some noise, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I'm Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner and a man who promised me that I was coming home, but it did not come home. <laughs> One, Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing as always during the pandemic? Air quotes, Saturday morning, sir. Roy, I'm doing great. We're just, I, I, I mean, like, I feel that, like, usually, like, the sports calendars, like, I don't know, usually right now we're in, like, the the dog days of sports summer like I, I mean like usually like there's base like baseball but nothing really like like i don't know like draft already happened like i don't uh free agency already but it's weird like i mean like it feels like there's no dog days of of summer at least for the next for this year yeah no there's there's no breaks because like you said like you know usually you know july you know we would be at this time we would be you know three weeks out or at least the three weeks past the the nba finals but the NBA Finals are still going on. We're two weeks away from the NBA draft, for those of us who care about that. Um, Come on, man. We weeks. already got the NBA 2K22 cover release. Got the cover release of 2K. <laughs> Shout out to Luca. Shout out to Candace Parker. Shout out to the, the legends on the Legends cover, Durant, uh, Dirk, and and, uh, and, oh, and KAJ. It's almost that time for me to not to say I'm never going to buy 2K again. But, right. but, but buy it. No, I, I mean, dude, it's like I think – now with this whole like extension of like the NBA season, that season, that season with like with the pigskin is coming up real soon. A couple weeks away from training camp, man. <laughs> training camp literally a couple of weeks away for a lot of teams checking into training camp. So like you said, like there is no rest for the weary. And the most important sport, ladies and gentlemen, we didn't even talk about that, but we're talking about soccer. My, my guys at Chelsea already back <laughs> at the lab, already working because their first game is August 11th. Ladies and gentlemen, this the sports calendar is officially. It used to be the NFL was twenty it was a twenty four seven three sixty five. Now it seems like all sports twenty four seven because again the the Open Championship over over in the United Kingdom right now again with golf going on right now. I don't know if that's the usual time. It might it might be the usual time. Crazy time in the sports calendar again with all this stuff going on. But again, we are here to kind of guide and shepherd you guys through all of this stuff right now because. We have a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the Broad Street Line here, 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. Of course, we're going to talk about the local basketball team because there is news, I guess there's news, new news, uh, regarding the point guard who doesn't have an inclination to shoot uh, late in games. We have some news on that front. Also, we have some discussions about Team USA. Very interesting situation with Team USA. The guys who actually want to play for Team USA, now all of them cannot and we will figure out what happens uh, as they go forward to the Olympics, which is, again, less than two weeks away. Of course, we have to talk some NFL because, as we mentioned, the NFL right around the corner. And speaking of the NFL, possibly the worst article ever written about the NFL uh, was written earlier this week by a man named Ben Volan of the Boston Globe, ranking <laughs> NFL uh, road trip destinations. I will make sure that we will spend adequate time destroying this article and making people understand that it is worth nothing more 
than the than the newspaper that you put inside of your birdcage. So you'll discuss that article <laughs> in the Boston Globe. And, of course, we need to touch on – we don't have to go too too far deep in this, but we need to hold touch on this whole Shohei Otani thing because, obviously um, – well, I don't say obviously, but shout-out to the internet for, for, for digging into Stephen A. Smith the way he needed to be dug into and had him apologize. Because Surprisingly, did, yeah. Because I did – because, honestly, Roy, I thought he was in that kind of stratosphere of say, say something – Mm-hmm. Like due to his kind of status or job description to say, like just just stuff that like no because I always feel that there's a there's a very select few and like there aren't that many guys like I don't know like I like I I think about like a guy like Joe Rogan who like mm-hmm. I don't know like just people just say okay just ignore him like I don't know, he's gonna say dumb but man I was surprised and happily surprised and I I think it really is based off of a guy that really just is. I, I mean, it comes back to the fundamental thing of how do you like your superstars? Like, do you like them to be pers- like personable or do you not care? Do you just want them to display such extraordinary skills where that kind of speaks for itself? That's a very good way to put it. And we'll talk more about that again when we get to the, the baseball portion of the show. But before we do all that, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to us and supporting us here, whether it's 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia, or wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, YouTube Music, again, Spreaker, wherever you get your podcasts, please do a search for the Broadstreet Line. Download us to your phone, your computer, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device. Listen at home or take us with you on the go 24-7, 365. You can also check us out on the TuneIn app. Download the TuneIn app. You can listen live every Saturday morning. Search for the Philly Cam Station, Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. On the Philly Cam Station, you can listen to the latest episode of the Broad Street Line, but again, we are available wherever you get your podcast as well. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line. Please rate us, review us, and, and subscribe. We appreciate all the support that you guys give us. And while you're doing that, please give us a follow on the social media channels. Chris is at SKD215 on the Twitter machine. I am at the BS line. I'm not sure what he's tweeting about Saturday, but Sunday, he and I will be tweeting about the exact Come on, same Friday. Thing. No, no, Saturday, oh. I think. No, Saturday, I like. We're not really probably going to talk much NBA Finals, but I think Game Four got a lot of people hooked. It did because I think, and I saw like something about like like that one block is like like if you're like I don't know factoring in, it's worth like like a lot of money because now like I don't know with that one block and like you you, now you've attracted the casual fan because I think Mm -hmm. a lot of casual fans just weren't watching. I mean, hell, like I don't know, diehards like me are just following in on Twitter. So now I'm actually going to make it a point to watch this series and see if it if if Giannis Robin Antetokounmpo can like <laughs> I don't know like I don't know like I don't know play the like play the have his own video game instead of the Batman Arkham Knight Chris Middle. It's a it's a good point that you make about the, the casuals because again it's a really big difference when it, with, with a three one series going back to Phoenix. And a two-two series going yep. back to Phoenix. It's a whole different scenario. Like three-one, it's like, I mean, I'd t- I would turn on Game Five just to watch a team close it out. But again, now that it's two-two, now that you have the ca- you have the Casuals coming back in, it's like, all right, maybe these, these, this is a really good series. And I've been I've been missing out. So, um, yeah. So I'm I'm really curious to see what the ratings are going to be for this series. Someone I- said now they're going to go like like they were in like the nines, which is like I mean like that's another story for for another time. But now they're saying with that with that game and that block. They're now you can expect thirteen to fifteen million people, which is like crazy to me. Like that seems like, high to me. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, I know that the ratings are better 
like I don't know that they were last year, which is almost impossible well, not to do because like yeah. no one watched. But I, I mean, like we have to factor in. Like I don't know, like where are the four million people that like I don't know watched the twenty nineteen NBA finals? Like I, I mean, like how much? I, I mean, how, like was it more intriguing because you had like the Warriors who were like all hurt versus like the Raptors with Kawhi? Like I, I mean, right. I think it's like another story for another day. But I, I mean, like what is a what is a reasonable number for an NBA Finals factoring everything in? Like I don't know, take, taking into account like a decent team, but not a but not a mar- marketable team. Like I don't know, like Milwaukee, and I think this series kind of proves like there are superstars, but there are draws, and mm-hmm. there aren't many draws right now in the NBA. Like I don't know, that will say that will tell, like I, I don't know, Jimmy from like the suburbs to say, yo, I'm going to watch this because I want to watch X player. Right. Right. And that, and that's, that's basically my definition or well, roughly my definition of a superstar. Like not, I mean, that's not part of my definition, but superstars are technically are, are pretty much draws. Like superstars are, are, are usually draws. Although in this case, I don't know if yeah, like you mentioned to me offline, I don't know if Giannis is necessarily a draw right now. I think he will be probably after this series. No. Yeah. Um, no. Like that's why you need your, your, your young stars. Because you can't, like, no, I, I mean, you can draw parallels of, like, NBA and WWE sometimes. It's like, right. they like you can't rely on the Cenas. Like, you can't rely on LeBron anymore. You need one of you these dudes. Stars. So, yeah, yeah. And, and what better way to, like, do that to have an iconic block that, like, that people are going to get, like, like, I don't know, like, at nauseum, see, for the next, like, for the rest of their lives probably. Yeah, you you mentioned what's a good what's a good number for so if you're if you're asking me the question what's a good number for these teams in, in this time of the year or are you asking me just in no general? like do you think the the timing of it factors in like hundred percent hundred percent okay yeah 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 because that I mean that's part of the reason why last year was was trash I mean I mean the pandemic helped a lot of it but part of it, like people aren't home in July people are down in, down okay. well for us people are down the shore people are at the beach people are on vacation yeah. people aren't home watching basketball in the middle of July. That is true because usually right, yeah. 4th of July usually is the ramp up to, yeah. to like summer. And yeah, people and are doing summer stuff. Right. Yeah. And June, you like, you're kind of getting ready for that. You still have the graduation parties and like, and like stuff yeah. like that. So no, 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 that's a good point. Yeah. Kids are still in school. You have kids, families haven't really gone away for the summer, you know? So like you get a June, a June NBA finals, people are typically home or whatever like that. You're going to get these natural drop-offs that, by being yeah, July. And, yeah, and it doesn't help that that people are dying to get out. So they're just like, yo, unless it's like Michael Jordan incarnate, I ain't watching. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so like for these teams in this series, nine a nine to me is good. I mean, for Milwaukee Phoenix in July, in the middle of July, a nine to me is good. Anything more than a nine to now, me is like, pretty what do you impressive. Think, like under normal circumstances, uh, Phoenix Milwaukee series would get in June. If you put this in June, ten and a half, eleven, okay. Maybe? You know, not 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 significantly more, but I mean a little bit, a little bit, a little bit more than again, just the just the, the summer effect or whatever like that. But again, like I like I talked to you. It's like if you had if you had I'm kind of impressed by, by this number because I didn't I didn't think they would get this number regardless of who's there. But if you had the Lakers, if you had the Nets here, I think you probably get a twenty percent bump. I mean, just because of LeBron. I mean, like again, LeBron makes people tune t- tune the TV in. You know, he's like Kevin Durant's a guy who makes you tune tune you know tune in. Steph Curry's a guy. Like, you mean, yeah. You know, yeah, there's like five guys, but I mean, yeah, like, no, there, no, there really players. are like there are five guys that draw money. Yeah, like, it's fine. I, I, like yeah. I don't know, like, and I would say I I think Kawhi Leonard might. I don't think he is. Point. I don't know if he is. So he is. who else? 
I mean, the, th- the, the three that we named, Curry, Durant, LeBron. Jeez, oh, I don't know. That's a really good question. I don't know if there's any uh, – there has to be more, right? No. Uh, yeah, because I don't think it's Kawhi. I don't think these young guys are there yet. No. Um. Yeah, yeah Giannis is that next tier. Why? Wow, it might yeah. be just – it might just be three, which is weird. No, that's why it it's be good for the health of the NBA to yeah. get dudes like Giannis and Devin Booker in a finals. That like that's why like I mean even though with all the injuries and just I, I don't know like like I don't know just people like like teams not looking the way they should at a finals. Hmm. At least you got a couple young dudes that 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 are on a stage people don't usually see because I, I mean like like what normal fan is seeing how many times is a normal fan seeing Devin Booker? Right, yeah, maybe, maybe twice a year, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, so no, that's that's the thing. Like, make a new star. It's like, like I yep. know we want to see, you know, guys who, you know, I know, I know we want to see the guys, uh, um, you know, that you know, LeBron and Steph Curry like that. But at some point, like you said, like you can't like rely on Cena. You can't keep placing the call to to, to Bork Laser and have he, no, yo, no. The NBA right now needs their ruthless aggression era. You need, you need the Batistas. You need like the Lucas and the Zions and. I, I, I'd say I'd say you probably throw Embiid in there. Like I mean, like like if you got Embiid on like a, on a on a national stage, I, I think he would draw a little bit. But those are the dudes you need to make that leap. And the only th- way you make that leap is if is if you win. Yeah, one, one guy you mentioned, is, I think Luca. I think Luca's probably as close to those three guys, the top three guys, as a draw than yeah. anybody, especially yeah, with he, the international yeah. thing he's got right. going. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, yeah. NBA make new stars, but again, like I think these stars, you know, they have to like have huge moments in these games. Like yep. if Devin Booker scores like twenty two in <laughs> game no. six, five and six, and they win, I mean that's cute. But I mean, like he's not going to make that leap to like star level. I mean, you know, he'll win a title and have a nice, you know, win an MVP. But I think you gotta, you gotta. No, but that's it. why game four out. was. Yeah. No, that's why game four yeah. was was always. Honestly, what this finals needed because yeah. they didn't before game four. This series had no juice. Like I, I like, yeah. oh no! And then you had Booker going off. You had yeah. Giannis doing his thing. You had you had Bruce Wayne, Chris Middleton dropping forty. Right, right. And you, and you look, you you had Alfred, uh, Drew Holiday doing his thing on, <laughs> on 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 Chris Paul on the defensive end. So yeah, no, you had a, a nice little nice little effort by by the Bucks again. Two two as so I guess Chris this. Paul was the Penguin. Chris Paul must have been a penguin. He must have been a penguin. Yeah, um, a team that should be still playing right now, but it's not. Of course, is the Philadelphia 76ers. and they've been in the news for a couple of reasons this week. Uh, primarily, uh, Sham Sarani of the Athletic, as Bomani Jones would say, uh, reported that the Sixers have engaged with teams on trade conversations surrounding their point guard. Um, and according to reports, the team guard, guard. he's not a point guard. They're uh, positionless basketball. We yeah. don't even need, need to put a position on them. Um, according to the reports, the team wants an all-star caliber player in return, which, again, I think is should be the baseline. I mean, we're not – I personally, I don't think I'd do a trade without an all-star in return unless you give me but you know, also, the most borderline all-star ever. I think the definition of all-star caliber is in the eyes of the beholder. It's not, saying, it's not saying bona fide all-star. It's saying caliber. So, yeah. I, I mean, and I, I think that's the open-ended – I guess discussion is who do you think is an all-star caliber player? And that's the thing. It's like, who's, who's an all-star caliber player and who's an all-star caliber caliber player that's moderately available. Um, because again, yes. like there's like, there's like, yeah, like 24 guys made the all-star team this year. You know, like they're not all available. 
Uh, what and you know, this guy, kind of guys on the fringe. How many of those guys altogether are, are actually available? The names that that we've been throwing out there in general, the greater we have been throwing out there, of course, Bradley Beal, Zach Levine, um, or the the main two. I know Brandon Ingram's kind of been in a couple of discussions. Uh, Bradley Beal, who we'll talk about later, he has one year left on this deal, and he has a player option for uh, the following year. Um, he's up for a, a four-year, $181 million deal, or he could wait and sign a deal that's five and 235 with the Wizards. Um, I don't really understand why he would want to sign with the Wizards other than the fact that he just wants to get paid, but he can get paid anywhere. So if Bradley Beal is not tied to the Wizards, maybe Bradley Beal's an option for the Sixers and Ben Simmons. I haven't heard anything to that or to the contrary to begin to, to be honest there's also zach levine who is not an all-star but he's not well is he an all-star did he make an all-star team levine or no Ah, uh, yes okay yeah yeah so yeah so zach levine he has one year left he's up for four and 105 now he's obviously going to turn that down because he can make five and 195 next summer again whether he's tied to chicago or the Ch- chicago's tied to him that's neither here nor there because that's those are the kind of guys to me i think that you need to kind of get um but whether or not they're available we don't know and then there's Brandon Ingram, who, who I think you hate. <laughs> no, I, no, I, no, I don't think I hate. Like, I just like the concept of player on bad team being translating to a good team is, is a real thing. Like, and, and thankfully, like guys like Booker mm-hmm. have kind of shown that it's possible. But for every Booker, there's dudes that like I don't know that don't have that like I don't know that gene that that mo- modifies their game to like winning games. So. Right. I I just don't like I still have no idea what the market is because people can say oh you know what the market you know the, the market is for a 24 year old multiple all-star mm-hmm. who had one elite of the defender elite defender who had one of the biggest meltdowns in a playoff series I can remember like I I mean I think people forget these GMs even though they're not like I don't know like people are saying oh like Oh, Daryl Moore is not going to get taken over by GMX. It's like these GMs watch. Mm-hmm. These they guys watch the playoffs, and it's. I think it would take a big leap of faith from a team that hasn't made the playoffs, that's looking for like I don't know. All right, maybe if we tried this, and, and it's not. It might, it might not even be better than what they got. It's something different to say. Okay, maybe this. If we did this different, like like I would say Sacramento, for example. It's mm-hmm. like I don't know, like. No, you're not trading Ben Simmons for Buddy Heald, Marvin Bagley, and whatever good food in Sacramento. No. But, I, I mean, maybe they say, you know what, maybe we peak with De'Aaron Fox as our best player. Like, I don't know, and say, you know what, we got all these shooters. We got Halliburton. We got Barnes. We got Buddy. Let's let's put a dude, and, and they stink on defense. Maybe you bring a dude in there, and he brings the culture of, like, I don't know, team, team first, which is bull. But I, I mean, like, <laughs> like no, and, and like, because they, they see, like, I don't know, like, people think defense is team oriented. Like, I don't know, knock yourself out. I don't, like, I think there's a decent amount of individualism that comes in defense, especially for mm-hmm. a guy like Simmons. That, frankly, like, that's his calling card. Like, I don't know, on your re- on Ben Simmons's resume, if you were to apply to get a trade, you'd say, yo, what's the first thing he puts on there? A lead defender right. came in second place to Rudy Gobert. DPOI. Runner yeah. up. Yes. No, uh, no, you're you're right. Like I think I think like I, I want an all-star or all-star caliber guy, and I, I I think that's what the Sixers would shoot for. But again, like I think the 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 more likely deal is probably like you said, like a like a team like a Sacramento who, you know, who has guy, who has talent 
on some level. They just haven't kind of put it all together for whatever reason. Um, yeah. it like Sacramento, and then like, maybe well, they yeah. think Simmons is like that connector. That right. that like I don't know raises the play of a Buddy Heald. Because like, Ben Simmons, the, yeah, Ben Simmons, is the it best raises player the play is like a Tyrese Halliburton. Like right. I don't know, like because one, like like sometimes maybe maybe there aren't enough balls in Sacramento to right. like I don't know shoot and like I don't know do all that. Like like and for a guy that wants to stay away from the basketball as much as he possibly can, then, then Ben Simmons might be good. And maybe for a team like Indiana, like I don't know, like I don't know if anyone wants any other dudes, but there's enough. We because the Sixers are at the point where like they want to try to win a championship. There's there's just teams just trying to be like just trying to get on TV. So like I don't know if you bring a dude <laughs> yeah. if, if you bring a dude like Ben Simmons that stokes up in an interest. Like I don't know like and people forget man basketball's a business dude. Like I, I mean you're trying like Ben Simmons is that dude you're gonna put on the billboards like I don't know right mm-hmm. next to your Buicks to say yo yo come to the arena. And didn't didn't Sacramento either just build a new arena or they're going to build a new arena or something like that? They no, have they a, did. either newish yeah. or they did. Okay, yeah. But no, so, one, but no one goes. So right. I, I mean, yeah. like, what's the point? Yeah. No. So that's why. But Simmons has that, like he he's a brand, and like I don't know, like he's he would get like I don't know, like people in the arena, and and thankfully there's enough teams out there that have been mediocre to bad for a few years. I mean, Sacramento is almost the perfect example to get hacked. Because, like, I don't know, they've been bad for 15, 20 years. So, like, maybe they're just saying, you know what, I know he gave up. I know he passed up a dunk. But, you know what, he brings that, like, I don't know, like, he can he can post, he loves me, he loves me not on our website. And, <laughs> and like, he, like, no, like, and that's that for me is the hope, that a team like Sacramento or another team says, you know what, we see the warmth, but, we, but maybe he's an elevator. That, like, I don't know, we're – and maybe just to get the hell out of, like, I don't know, like Michael Wilbon to get Ben Simmons the hell out of Philly. Yeah, Sacramento is that, is that team that's kind of like in, in kind of like NBA purgatory, and you need to do something. And honestly, you know what, Chicago might be that. Chicago yeah. might be that team because I like, like, how much better does Ken Bulls with Zach Levine and, and Nick Vucevic get you? Like, right. I, I mean, like, they're not getting much better. So maybe they think, you know what? maybe this dude's a culture changer. Like, no, mm-hmm. because that's the hope is Ben Simmons comes in. I don't know. He's not really a vocal dude, but I mean, like he but brings it, he brings his kind of brand of basketball selfless and says, you know what? Follow me. Yeah. If you're, if you're the Kings, again, you can talk yourself into this. And, and according to reports, the Kings are quote unquote, highly unlikely to include the Aaron Fox in a trade, which means I would be highly unlikely to trade Ben Simmons to Sacramento. But again, if you're the Kings, let's say you do that deal. If you're the Kings, you have Ben Simmons, who, like you said, is a selfless player. He's a walking triple-double every night. You know, he's a high-level defender. If you think that, you know, Tyrese Halliburton is the guy or going to be the guy, and if you think, you know, that that you need to surround, like, your, you know, Harrison Barnes with shooting and the other guys you have, and Marvin Bagley would shoot with, you know, with playmaking and shooting, Ben Simmons is probably a good guy to bring in. Because, again, like you said, like, De'Aaron Fox really needs the ball more than Ben Simmons. Um, if you bring in a guy who needs the ball less, who will give the ball to the other guys, then maybe that changes the entire culture of the Kings. Yeah. And as me, a casual fan in Sacramento, if I can go to an arena and watch a guy, you know, who can get a triple double every night, maybe that's a maybe that's a plug for me. I, you know, yeah. perhaps. No, no. Like I, I mean, there are thankfully there are ways to like as much as Ben Simmons was an abject disaster, and he has those those talents that aren't easily gettable like mm-hmm. and and one i probably think the most important one of the most important parties cost control 
I mean, like, how many times does a does an not all star caliber, an all star player, a multiple time all star player, gets traded with four years left on his deal? So right. that's another thing. Like, I don't know. Like, and like I, I before we got on the show, I saw that I don't know. Some dude said, "Yeah, the Sac- the San Antonio Spurs are 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 now." Throwing their hat in the Ben Simmons sweet things. By the way, if I get the Spurs thing right, I'm gonna I'm gonna Barry Horowitz myself for a very long time. <laughs> I need to see what the details of this possible this rumor trade is with the Spurs because again, there ain't a whole lot on that Spurs team that I want. And I God bless Demar Derozan or whatever like that. I mean that's cute or whatever, but I need a little bit more than that if I'm gonna trade Ben Simmons. And I know we hate Ben Simmons, you know, but I need a little bit more than that. I do. I'm sorry. So no, but like I see the because because and, and then another team that comes up and talks is Toronto, right. and I don't know. I don't know how you'd react if a a, a a trade that was on the table for like I don't know like young young bulls is now you got to trade Ben Simmons to get Kyle Lowry, which is just in, in insanity. Like I, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, and like I think there are very few like there are. A lot of teams that would be interested in Simmons, but I think there's only a select few that that might be willing to like to like take that leap of faith because it's going to take a leap of faith. Right, right. Um, according to reports, the uh, Timberwolves are interested in Ben Simmons, but they don't want to trade away anybody that's worth any value, um, including Anthony Edwards. Obviously, you know, Carl Anthony Towns is no good, but they don't want to trade D'Angelo Russell either. Which again, don't even talk to me. Um, if you're like, if we're starting, would you trade? To, to would you trade Ben Simmons for Anthony Edwards today? I do. I do it today. Okay. Even though immediately, even I know though, he's not. I know. I know. I know. Even I though he's today. super duper raw. Okay. Super raw. No. He's probably not gonna like. That's not enough for you to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I, I know. I do. But I do it today. I do that today. I don't. I don't. I don't blink. I like Anthony Edwards a lot. He's. I think he's a really good player. <laughs> um. But again, like, are you gonna win? Are you gonna win the title next year with Anthony Edwards? I doubt it. I mean, probably not. But. But I mean, can you build around that no, team? I, you should be able no, to. No, I think I, I think it comes back to should the Sixers be in this all-in mode where like you are just saying we don't care about the future, like I, I like like all chips to the table. Is that the is that the is that the like modus operandi that they I, should be taking? I I think, and again, it's it's hard to play both sides on this, but I think it's probably seventy-five percent maximize Joel Embiid's win, maybe seventy seventy percent. Maximize Joel Embiid's window, thirty percent. Let's kind of like make sure we're not completely blowing this up for the future, kind of thing. So you're um, not low, so so you're not one hundred percent. Let's do a Nets trade where you're like, I don't like, think I, so. I don't think I don't. I'm, no, I don't know if I am. I don't know if I no. Am. I because I I go back and forth because I'm going to be honest. I don't like. Should you go all in on a guy? And, and we haven't even talked about this supermax. Right. Like I, I mean, like. Or, like, do you want to, like, I don't know, like, sacrifice everything? No, like, that's like, you don't need, you could go all in and, like, leave some, leave some crumbs for another day. I, right. I mean, like, if you can get Damian Lillard by trading, like, three, three players and a couple draft picks, then, I mean, that's not mortgaging the future. Like, right. that's not, like, I don't, and I don't know why, like, that's not an unreasonable trade. Like, so let's just, and I don't know, like, like, if you're trading Simmons, how much extra do you want to put on the platter to get someone? Or do you just want to get stuff back for him so you have stuff to play with to make a bigger deal? I, I am doing whatever I need to do to in order to get a second star to superstar. So whatever that is, 
Okay. Like, I, don't, I don't care. Like I don't, I don't care at this point. I don't know. Like there's, you know, I got the got the group chat with with, with my friends, and they're like, you know, they they were talking about again the 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 Portland deal, which I don't even know if it's a rumor or not. But you know, Ben Simmons and Matisse Thybul and and uh, Tyrese Max and a couple picks for Damian Lillard. Lillard. I, think, I think somebody just threw that stuff stuff out. There. I don't know if it is, but it's not. And, and people are like, oh, I don't want to throw in Matisse Thybul. It's like it, like. I can't let Matisse Thibel stop me from getting Damian Lillard. All right. Like, like I love Matisse Thibel. Love him. But he's not the difference between getting to the finals and not getting to the finals. Yeah, we're not going to do that. I'm not letting Matisse Thibel stop me. I like Tyrese Maxey. Not letting him stop me. If you want Shane Milton too, go ahead. I'll buy his plane ticket too. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to. You can. I don't know who said it, but I think a lot of people have said this. There's only one untouchable on this team. There's one. Joe Embiid. That's it. And I will do anything within reason to get Joe Embiid the proper running mate. That's it. That's all. And again, the proper running mate is not Marvin Bagley and Buddy Heald. Like, like we gotta, we need yeah. a little bit more than that. No. And I guess the question is, what's the floor on a running mate? That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> to me, it's I guess for again from whatever the stuff that's been thrown out there. Again, the floor is probably the De'Aaron Fox ish trade. Um. I don't know if CJ McCollum's quite enough for me, but it's close. I mean, it's around yeah, that. It's no, around I there. think. No, I think. And the thing about like, if you were to do like the Portland thing with not Lillard with CJ and say you were to get Cub, back, yeah, and you don't need to throw much all back on the table to you get shouldn't. that. Yeah, no, you shouldn't. Yeah. and then if you were to like a CJ McCollum trade would need to elicit another move on top Correct. of that. You just can't go back. You just can't go in the next season and say, hey, we got CJ McCollum and we bought Rocco back. No, yeah, that's no. not like that no, like like now 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 if you bring back Kyle Lowry. Like no like like and, and all roads for me lead back to Kyle Lowry. Because there isn't a like then people have I, I don't know why it's just dawned on people after four years. They're like, oh yeah, I think we need a point card. I'm like, you think? Yeah, you think you think so. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah. we need a shot create like we need a shot create in a half court. I'm like, oh, so it only took it only took that to happen to say, yeah, we might need that. You might need two, you might need multiple point guards. I don't I don't know if you need again, I, I have a little well, it depends on what you trade away, but I'm not I'm not sold on needing multiple point guards if you again if you believe in Tyrese Maxey, if you think he can be that off the bench kind of dude to be that guy. I, I mean, um, if you can leave, if you can leave Maxi off of deals, then like, right. no, it, in your mind, who would you rather give up? Matisse Thibel or Tyrese Maxi? I honestly, I'd probably give up Thibel. I, I think I'd rather give up Thibel. I think, I, I, I think, I mean, I know he's again, I know he's an extraordinary defender. I think I know he's extraordinarily good at, at, at defense. But again, at the end of the day, well, well, you need two things at the end of the day. A, you need a point guard. But B, you need somebody on this bench who can get you some baskets, who can create some offense, who can do some things with that second unit. And Tyrese Maxey is that guy. I mean, again, I mean, Cameron Payne resuscitated his, resuscitated his career right. just by doing one thing, coming off the bench and getting buckets and mm-hmm. providing energy. And if, if, Cameron, if, if he could be like the blueprint for Tyrese Maxey, then help. Like I don't know. Like then he's a more untouchable dude. Like he's not untouchable, but if, but if you're asking me, like I just feel like I don't know. Like these finals, and I mean, not that I needed reinforcement. You just need bucket getters. I, I mean, like no one's running stuff. Like 
60% of the time. It's usually just a base. And especially no one's running anything in the fourth quarter. It's, yo, yo, who's got to do to get, like, like who got, who's going to get a bucket, a half bucket over somebody. But 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 you saw also in this finals though like the importance of a really really good point guard because again these two yeah. these two teams have exceptional point guards and you know when you need to get in the set like when you need when you need to get in a you know a bat you know you know you need to run a pick and roll or you need something like that, you need to stop on on defense like again you have two two point guards two two way point guards um, who are exceptional at what they do um, meanwhile you have a point guard who kind of gives the ball in Philadelphia. You have a point guard who kind of gives the ball up as soon as he gets over half court and he kind of runs down to the post, kind of hangs out, you know, on the opposite side of the ball. But that's either here nor there. We're not talking about Ben Simmons because you know realistic what? To get, is it realistic to get a, a, a very good to elite league guard? Is it realistic? It's somewhat. I mean, they're not. there's not a whole lot of those guys out there. Again, who's available? I don't know. Um, both of those guys were available last year, which is kind of weird because, again, maybe yeah. this is last summer. Maybe it's a different story. Uh, but all the stuff we were saying with Ben Simmons, we have to kind of look in the mirror, Chris, because there is no real basketball incentive to trade Ben Simmons, I was told this week, um, by Ben Dietrich of Cookies Hoops. He said that it's all emotional baggage. This is a direct quote, emotional baggage. He said that, quote, either you hate his face and want to see him punished, or you would enjoy seeing him thrive away from Doc Rivers in a toxic environment. So, again, I ask you, like, again, is it all just – emotional baggage with you and Ben Simmons and no basketball reason whatsoever why you would want to trade a man who just doesn't want to shoot um, in the fourth it, quarter? It's both. Mm. I can be a, I, I can have a lot. I, it's almost a month guard and I'm still annoyed. I really am. I have no idea why I'm annoyed. Like when, but whenever I see a, like, I don't know, like just guy, like a guy like Devin Booker, who was at, at some point in life equal to Ben Simmons, these dudes, Devin Booker's not even on the same planet as Ben Simmons now. No. And you see a dude like, I mean, for all his warts, man, Giannis has gotten better offensively from year to year. I, I mean, does, does he still leave a lot? Like, if you gave, if Ben Simmons gave 60% of what Giannis, 60% of the improvement Giannis gave, we'd still, the Sixers would still be playing. You're saying 60% of Giannis' improvement? Yes, he'd be, he'd be light skinned LeBron if he has sixty percent. I know. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, like, like, like that's where that's where. And then I saw some idiot article say you should boo Ben Simmons, but you should have trolled. I don't even know what the difference is. <laughs> uh, maybe you don't go after him on the internet. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Or or, or, or no. Oh, oh no, because I saw like the um the uh the fake outrage thing of the week was oh oh ESPN shouldn't have made fun of him. Like I don't know when 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 they brought the girls out. I'm like. Like I say, like because then I saw some idiot say, "Yeah, yeah, that um, yeah, that uh, crowd, um, like counting Giannis's like that, sh- like, cl- like cl- saying out loud, Giannis is like shot clock. Like I don't know, free throw. That's bush league. I'm like, there's an easy, there's an easy site resolution to all these big problems. Make your free throw. Yeah, don't That's don't think. Yeah, don't be trash. <laughs> You know what we like? We would stop booming Ben Simmons, and Anthony Mackie would stop uh, clowning him at the ESPYS if he wasn't trash. And if Ben Simmons didn't shoot thirty-two and a half percent from the line for the entire in the entire postseason, we're going to remember thirty-two percent for the rest of our lives, aren't we? Rest of our lives, man. There's certain numbers again: seventy-three, 
you know, with Barry Bonds, you know, 755, you know, Wilt scored 100. There's certain 81, Kobe. There's certain numbers you remember, you know, for the rest of your life. 32 and a you half. You know what? There's a um, – probably put a bow on this end. I see a couple beat writers, I mean, more writers of the team, mm-hmm. say, yeah, like, like they're – like, if, if I had my druthers and there's not a deal you like to make, I would be – I would be a proponent of bringing Ben Simmons back to the team. And I say, absolutely. So let's talk about this. I'm glad you brought this up. Let's talk about this. Because the Sixers have a really delicate balance they need to play. Because, again, I think I think it's inevitable. But, again, you no, can't, like, you can't like, let everybody else know. If you had know. to put a percentage, if you had to put a percentage out there. That he's that gone? That he is, yes. 90-10. Wow, I think he's going. You're usually not. You yeah, usually don't shoot that high either. Yeah, and no, I think it's, I think he's going. I think it's inevitable. But you can't let every you can't let the world know that it's, in, it's inevitable. That's a that's a that's a delicate balance you got to play. Yeah, no, I I mean I am in agreement. It's ninety ten. He's yeah. like you have, and it's not even the fans thing. I, I mean, like I mean, you got fans like I don't know doing Ben Simmons challenges, like shooting free throws in parks for God's sake. Like I, I mean, like like how is like how is he gonna like look at his teammates? I right. look at that like I, and even on the flip side, how does he look at Doc Rivers and say, "Yo, you got my back, even though you absolutely destroyed me"? Like, same with Embiid. I, I mean, like, and and you know, like, I don't know. He probably has his team gassing them up, being like, "Yo, man, y- y'all don't need like, I, like you guys, like you, you don't need them. You could be in Sacramento." Yeah, God bless Pinson as being in Sacramento. But I mean, like, no, like, I, like there are there are hard feelings on both ends, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, like. The minute he would step into into that complex on training, it would be awkward, and every and it wouldn't be James Harden got fat, but it but it would like you would see his <laughs> you would see his value tank. As as you and I had talked about before, the only way that the Sixers are even entertaining trade offers for Ben Simmons is if Rich Paul said, "Yo, go get trade offers from my guy." All right, so Rich Paul is clearly and Ben Simmons is clearly yeah, no. No, they're clearly and, in, in on this. Yeah, but Rich Paul is smart to know that he doesn't have enough clout right. in the court of public opinion to say right. for any other client of his, he probably do it. But I, I mean, like, could you imagine the Rich Paul and Clutch if he went out on behalf of Clutch? That yeah, I, yeah, like I think we should trade. Like I, right. I think Sixers should trade. Like no, like I, I, he's smart. He's smarter than that. No, he's but smart. He's smart I, I mean, yeah. But I think there's also, I, I mean, like, I think we said it. Like I think when when the season ended, is there's this unwritten handshake agreement between Daryl and between the Sixers front office and clutch to say, we're going to, we're going to do our best to get Ben somewhere else. However, right. stay, stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Don't do anything stupid. Right. Oh, and and I, I mean, I mean, they don't probably like, they don't know him anything, but kudos to clutch for just kind of just falling back. Like, I don't know. Like, cause they could have easily, like if this were someone else, they could have been like, yo man, you haven't seen one report, one to say, yo, Ben Simmons wants out. Yeah, no, it's. In, I, I think again, Rich Paul, like you said, Rich Paul's a smart guy. I, I think it's in the be- best interest of Ben Simmons and and Clutch to to just be radio silent on this because again, yeah. if you said that, that again, like if they know that you got they gap, like if teams know that they have that you have to trade a guy, you just get less back. Like again, yeah. like it's it's just it's just you know like they know that you're a desperate team. If you're going to do it, you can't come off desperate. That's why I said it's a very delicate balance. But that said, I think we're in agreement, 90-10, that Ben Simmons and I probably won't be here. I don't think like, both sides hate each other. I think it's one of those things where, like, if, if both sides hate each other, I think it would be all bets are off. But I just think, like, pe- both sides are like, yo, okay, 
we it's tried time. this. Yeah. It's time. Like, you know, yeah. it, it's an amicable split. Right. It's time. So it seems like the end of the Ben Simmons era will coincide with the beginning of the Tad Brown era. Welcome to Philadelphia, Taddeus Brown, the new CEO of the Sixers, of the Devils, replacing Scott O'Neill in that position. He was previously the CEO of the Houston Rockets, uh, which he was for 15 years. Obviously, a lot of that coincided with Daryl Morey, who was there for 13 years. So 13 years working with Daryl Morey in Houston. So Daryl Morey and the new CEO of the Sixers have a long relationship together. It appears to be a, an amicable one at the least. Most important to Chris, well, important to Chris Domingo, maybe most important to Chris Domingo, Tad Brown brought the NBA All-Star Game to Houston two times in the span of seven years, 2006 and 2013, two times the NBA All-Star Game came to Houston. I know Chris Domingo is a very big proponent of bringing All-Star Games to the substandard facilities that we have in Philadelphia. So perhaps before they maybe get I'll a watch, new stadium. Maybe I'll watch that. Before they get a new stadium down there, uh, they'll replace the Wells Fargo Center, wherever they're going to build it. Maybe Tad Brown brings us an all-star game. Um, by the way, for nothing for nothing, he also helped create AT&T Sportsnet Southwest, which may be a very important thing given the fact that we have no idea what's going to happen with the NBC Sports Networks um, coming up soon. And he also assisted in the sale of the Rockets to Tillman Fertitta. I don't think the Sixers are going to be sold anytime soon, but again, that's something to note as well. Welcome to Philadelphia, Tad Brown. No, um, I think it's a good – no, I think it's good that, that like, Daryl's here for the long haul. And and I yeah. think it shows he's got a lot of stroke. Thank God. Uh, I say every day, boy. Could you imagine if someone other than Daryl Morey had 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 this Ben Simmons trade in their hand? Uh, yeah, if Elton was the main dude um, running the ship. And again, I yeah. saw Elton talk to Rich Paul, but Elton doesn't do anything unless uh, Daryl signs off on anything. So so anything that comes down is going to be through Daryl's hand. So I have full faith and confidence that, that Daryl Morey um, will get again reasonable return on your investment. Uh, for Ben Simmons. Uh, we talked about this Bucks and the Suns again. As we're recording this, the series is tied 2-2. Two to two. Uh, Great uh, Game 4 performance by uh, Batman himself, Chris Middleton. Um, Devin Booker at 42 in, in, the, in the loss. Again, this is shaping up to be a pretty decent series. Hopefully it doesn't go all seven games because three of those guys are literally desperately needed, literally, by Team USA because Team USA is running out of bodies. The Team USA Olympic team first lost their first two exhibition games this week. One to Nigeria and one to Australia. 0-2 uh, in, in their exhibition series to start the season to start. And they lost Bradley Beal for the Olympics. Bradley Beal currently in COVID protocol will miss the games in Tokyo. Jeremy Grant also in protocol as well. Um, TBD, whether or not he'll miss Tokyo, but it looks unlikely. It looks like he'll play. The team without Bradley Beal is reaching out to multitude of stars, including Duncan Robinson. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to ask you because you asked me first. So I'm going to ask you first. Will the U.S. team medal in Tokyo? <laughs> no. This is sad, man. This is pretty bad. They hadn't lost two games in like in international play in 20 years. Yes, lost two and in now, two and, three and, days or four days. Yeah, yeah, no. And I, I, I just think this is like just a perfect storm of just. I, I mean, and I don't know for the life of me why they just still don't. Get dudes in a program like they're just and and I understand you want that 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 star power you want like I don't know like I don't know people to come and see your team but when those dudes don't come you're scram like and, and one you're just in another just I, I don't know pickle with like I don't know just these dudes being exhausted from playing for two years like I, I mean this is just 
this is the worst hand you've been dealt and COVID, like, I don't know, like COVID acts are just killing the team. So no. And, and you see, Roy, like, I don't know, like these other countries, their continuity is off the charts. I mean, look yeah. at Australia. I mean, they don't even have crumb there. And they're like, and I mean, I mean, how many NBA players do they got? They ain't got many. They got five. Yeah, like yeah, they have a handful of guys. Like again, Nigeria had a handful of guys. But again, like no stars. Josh Okogi. Yeah, Josh Okogi, um, Jalil Okafor. Um, yeah, like they don't have. Excuse me, they don't have a Gabe Vincent. They don't have a lot of. They don't have stars. They don't have star guys. Like these guys in the NBA. Like these are all stars or all board or borderline all stars. Every single one of them. Um, yet it's still not good enough. Like I, I would think that a team with Damian Lillard and and, and Kevin Durant. And whoever else is, I don't even know. I know Tatum's hurt, but like a team with those guys should have a pretty decent team, pretty decent way against a team that doesn't have multiple all stars. <laughs> Again, like I, but but you're right. Like there needs to be some kind of program where like they need to take the best, I don't know, twenty two to twenty five year olds or whatever in the NBA, and to say like, yo, you guys for the next four years are going to be our international basketball team. Yeah, and every summer we come out to Vegas. And you guys practice for two weeks. And whenever we have a competition, you guys will roll out and you guys play. And whoever's in, who's in, you know, whatever, you know, the finals, we'll figure things out. So you can get guys playing together as a team. Because you look at a team like Argentina, like them dudes have been playing together for like a decade. Like Luis Scola yeah. is like 58 years old. He's still playing for Argentina. Like that team, like no matter how good you are, that team is already coming in with, with some kind of advantage. Because they didn't know each other. And more importantly, they're, they're used to the FIBA, the international right. game. I right. mean, a lot of these dudes are looking for calls that they ain't getting, ain't and I, I, I'm like, and frankly, I think <laughs> I, I think the NBA should probably take a couple of cues from them. But no, I, I mean it's a different game, and you and, and maybe they get used to the physicality and like I don't know, but I just feel there's not enough. I, I mean, a lot of the times, like in the past twenty years, the USA teams just smothered teams on defense. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, just when you had LeBron and Kobe and, like, I don't know, all these dudes. Like, I don't know. They would just smother these teams on defense and just right. get – like, you don't have a lot of dogs – you don't have a lot of, of, of elite defenders on this team. You got a lot of, like, shot like shot creators. And that's where I, I think – that's where I think this team is lacking is they don't have a lot of defenders to, like, smother guys up. Yeah, you don't have defenders. You don't. You don't have like like really like that many rebounders. To be honest with you, no. I mean, like, like that's you know, why Kevin loves on the team. Yeah, like Kevin loves on the team to get rebounds. But if Kevin loves your second best rebounder on this team, it's like my goodness. Like, like you guys are gonna get killed on the boards. Like you, you better hope you make shots because if you, if you don't, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a long well not not that long of a tournament I, I guess. So yeah, we'll see how this kind of plays out for for Team USA. It doesn't look good um, so far for them, but. We'll switch gears because we have other stuff to, to get to on this edition of the show. We'll talk some NFL because, ladies and gentlemen, the weekly Zach Ertz check-in is here, and he is still on the roster. Zach Ertz, still a member of the Philadelphia Football Eagles. Just in time for the uh, random uh, tight end rankings because who the hell yes. asked for them? Yes, the, uh, the, the, the new Yak Plus rankings <laughs> um, from Football Outsiders, which I had no idea Yak Plus rankings were a thing. Um, and the very bottom of Yak Plus rankings, this is yards after contact, more than what a regular rando dude, you know, baseline dude, you know, warp kind of dude would get. So in the Yak Plus rankings for tight ends, butt naked last, Zach Ertz. <laughs> Didn't need football outsiders to tell you that. I need my eyes outsiders to figure out that Zach Ertz, when it comes to Yak, not very good. So there you go, Zach Ertz, 
Last. But I see, like, no, no, but I saw, like, no, there was another ring. It might have been, I like, I, I, I'm not no, sure I didn't about see it. maybe ESPN. I think they had Zach Ertz as, like, the 10th best tight end. And, Excuse me? Yeah. Yeah, no, but, I, I mean, if that's, I mean, if they're basing on that, then the tight end position is the worst it's ever been. No, I, I mean, I think they're giving a lot of this credence to, you know, Philly's kind of a mess. Yes. They're kind of tr- doing them dirty. And, I, I mean, like, Man, for some reason, the Eagles have this really bad rep right now. Where the, like, like I don't know, from the top down, from the organization, even to the players. I mean, we could even talk about that stupid Michael Robinson thing. I, I mean, Philly has not looked up, to, like is, does not have this favorable like view around the league. And I think a lot of dudes are saying, "Yo, get get Zach off that team, get him in front of a, a quarterback that can throw, and he'll be all right." Yeah, you you mentioned the Michael Robinson thing. So Michael Robinson. Um, came out from Yahoo Sports. Is I think it's from Yahoo Sports. Um, basically, kind of came out and said, "Yo, man, uh, don't nobody like Nick Sirianni." Um, and to which Lane Johnson was like, "Yo, man, I need the receipts. Tell me, <laughs> tell me who said this, you liar. Um, back it up." So I, I, I would, I would, I would defer to Lane Johnson on this. Um, that being said, I'm sure there's guys in the locker room who, who you just have doubts about Sirianni who aren't sure about him. Um, because again, it you just, just comes you never back know. to yeah. it. Just comes back to. There's a lot of loose lips on this team. And, like, I don't know, like, good teams don't deal with this. Like, right. they're, like I, I mean, even if it's, like, a fourth-string dude, like a cornerback or whatever, just keep your mouth. Like, why you got to be out of pocket and talking to Michael Robinson? Like, yeah. I mean, like, like just just, just don't talk about it. No, it's fine. Like, you don't have to discuss this. It's fine. Like, it's, it's cool. Like, and, and not to Michael Robinson. I mean, like, <laughs> there's other guys. Yeah. If you really want to talk to somebody, You can, there's other guys you can talk to. Not, Michael, not in the like, media. Yeah, yeah, not in the media. Exactly. Um, two really quick again. We, we I guess we'll discuss this the Sean Watson thing. So according to Adam Schefter, Eagles are more equipped than any team in the NFL to trade for Deshaun Watson, which again isn't isn't news wasn't newsworthy, I guess. But the fact is, we've heard similar stories, like a lot of similar stories. Is this story ever going the past away? few weeks? I don't think it's going to go away in, until until there's some sort of legal legal resolution to the Deshaun Watson thing, and or whether he's traded. Because again, Deshaun Watson's a talented quarterback. Like he's a, you know, he's a top ten is quarterback. Deshaun Watson gonna play this season? That's the thing. I don't know. Like he's not supposed to. The last I heard, Deshaun Watson again. He's a, a Texans quarterback who uh, is facing multiple civil lawsuits. Um, uh, so, yeah, civil lawsuits. I don't like. I heard he wasn't going to get deposed until like February. So I don't know so what that means. So they're just going to put him on the I'm not playing list. Yeah, I think he's just going to not either, like yeah be on the like not playing. But he didn't even want to be in Houston anyway. So it's like it's so it's weird. Like I'm not sure. Like no, does, he, does he count on the three? Is he on the suspended list? I think, I think Watson not playing this season favors big time in this whole story. Like I, I mean, like I, because I just don't see a team making a trade right now for Deshaun Watson. I just don't. you can't. Like, you, I, can't I mean, you can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. No. It. Like I don't know. Maybe it'll just ice them for the like. And, and I think that's the way it's going to play out. Is like I don't know how the NFL gets away with spending Deshaun Watson for a year. Like, okay. I, like I, I, you're going to have to make a decision on the dude at some point to say, yo, like, like he's on the, like, I don't know, a list to say, yo, like, I don't know, like, we've, we've decided to put him on this list where he can't play, da 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 like, I don't know. And then you're just kind of waiting. And, and, and then, but isn't this the way it, sh- like, should play out to say, <laughs> but Roy, like, I mean, does Jalen Hurts need to be, like, the, the second coming of, like, Russell Wilson? To like, I don't know, get to keep this job, or is that is that not even enough? 
Well, I don't know if I don't know if well, I don't even know if that's reasonable, but I don't know if that's I don't know if that's I don't know if he needs to be the second coming of Russell Wilson. I think you I'm trying to think of a guy like if let's see. Uh I'm trying to think of a young quarterback who had a decent Dak Prescott. Like if, if he has a a, a Dakish first two years, like Okay. Like, all right. Like first year. Like yeah. I, I don't think he will be as good as Dak, but I mean okay. and, and and but the team stinks. Like I right. don't know, because the team is gonna stink. They're gonna stink. But okay. I, I I just there are just so many like past the lead, like dude, the Eagles by any means necessary are gonna get Deshaun Watson. Like I mean, they are obsessed with like they are, they have a problem with like finding, and he's a hell of a player. But man, like I, I don't know, like do you like I just feel like since this dude has been here, this dude has been destined to be like an afterthought. I mean, I mean that by Jalen Hurts. Like I, I mean, they're, I mean. A day hasn't gone by where they're like, oh, yeah, Jalen Hurts ain't that good. Like, I don't know. Jalen Hurts misses stubs on the field. Like, I don't know. They're going to trade for Deshaun. They're going to trade for Ross. Like, I mean, like, but mm-hmm. you just keep smiling, man. Like, so I'm rooting for the kid. And, but I think it just speaks to, man, this environment sucks. <laughs> and, and, and until you get this environment fixed, no one's going to thrive. I hear you. I hear all of this stuff. And again, I'm rooting for the kid and all that and stuff like that. But again, if Deshaun Watson gets, you know, gets, you know, through whatever legal stuff he gets through, whatever. Like, if he if he comes through this, you know, relatively unscathed, I don't fault the Eagles. I don't fault any other team that doesn't have an elite quarterback. You know, making a phone call. Like, I don't, because again, you have to have an elite quarterback in this league. And I and I hope I hope Jalen Hurts is the guy, because I hope him and Devontae, because again, they got the bromance going. I hope everything works out for them. But you know what? Again, if I'm Nick Sirianni, if I'm Howie, I'm like, yo, man. Yeah, Houston, like, what's up, man? Like, let me know as soon as you know anything about this. Oh, yeah, no, no, like, and I, and someone made a, someone made this comment on, on like Twitter, and like, I, I like kind of like, I don't know, like, shrugged at it before, but like, are people just rooting for Jail Hurts because he seems like cool? That's all, that's part of it. Okay. Part of it. All right. No, I think, or, or like, I think it's, yeah, it's part, he's yeah, cool he's and he's not, swag. yeah. Like, yeah. like he doesn't look like a buffoon when he dresses. Like, yeah. I mean, he looks modern. He looks like someone I'd want to hang out with. Not yeah. that bo, not 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 that like gun to bozo. No, I, I mean, <laughs> like, but I, I, like every like to a to a to a to a woman or man, we should be striving for a franchise quarterback. However, the hell we get it. However, you get it. To, I don't care and if it's if it's freaking Deshaun Watson when he gets clear. Because like, because right. no, and if we're being honest, Roy. Once he gets cleared and the news cycle goes around two weeks and, and they, they make the trade, if, if they were to make the trade, you're mm-hmm. going to get the initial backlash. Or, yep. But but week one of the 2022 season ain't no backlash. Now you'll get a little, you'll, there'll, be, there'll be a little protest outside. There'll be a little, you know, there'll be a little something for a week. Like when my, Michael Vick, remember Michael Vick came and oh, yeah. people had the signs for a couple of weeks or whatever like that. And but it, then when he throws for 320 and four, yeah. They won't be there week for the next home game. Yeah, like as soon as like Kevin Cobb got hurt and Mike Vick came in and was like running for like twenty five yard scrambles or whatever, like that people forgot. Yeah, I guess whatever. Like yeah, people See, we're so fickle. No, mm. no, we are, and 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 we will not compromise on our e- e- entertainment. Like no, and, mm-hmm. and no, but it, it comes back to the whole like I don't know, like I don't know, like the Otani thing. It's like like ESPN just just assume like is is more plugged in than any network on creation on like consumer behavior. And they, like, and you see these idiot comments that like people from the company make, but they're just like, yo, clicks. It's all about clicks. Like, I, I mean, like you're gonna like, I don't know, like even a said something stupid. You're And then you see a guy like pass and say, yeah, we're gonna talk about this tomorrow. I guarantee you that brought people in. 
So I mean, it really is the whole, like, I don't know, find a way to make it through the news cycle, like survive this, like, I don't know, the, the 24, like, no. And like you saw like that, Nick, Rachel Nichols, Maria Taylor story that lasted probably a, a what a day longer like than any other story. So they're just saying, no, we'll survive those bullets. Exactly. No, no, take the, take those bullets. But speaking of bullets, though, before we got here, we got to send a couple bullets to Ben Volin or Volin. I assume it's Volin of the Boston Globe for his article about the best NFL destinations when it comes to road trips. I think his criteria is include everything as far as like you're going to go see a game and the whole atmosphere and the city and things to do and the food. What are the best destinations in the NFL? He says he's never been to LA, Vegas, or Seattle, but he hasn't won his rankings anyway. He has on his list. I'll just say, I, I, I won't even go down his list. I'll just say this. Philadelphia is behind Indianapolis, Cleveland, Tampa, Jacksonville, Minneapolis, Charlotte, and Baltimore. I don't care what you rank cities on. I don't care what it is. Philadelphia should never be behind any, any of those cities. I'm sorry. Period. No, I, like, I, like, I mean, I just, the Jacksonville one. And and to be honest, the D.C. one bored me. Because, I, I mean, like, I mean, if you're just, like, saying, yo, like, I don't know, what city do you want to, like, like, go visit? I mean, like, is D.C. that much more appealing than Philly? No. Like, D.C. No. Yeah, D.C. is fine. I mean, D.C. As far, forget the a stadium for a second. D.C. and Philadelphia, city-wise, like, they're about they're, – they're very similar. They're very yeah, similar. Yeah, no. I mean, if you want to say New York, yeah, I'll give you that. Like, yeah, I'll I don't give know, you like, people would rather go to New York. I'll give Philly, you L.A. But, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. but, like, D.C. I've been to D.C. I've been to D.C. like 50 times. And and you know what? That, like, it's not that much character. And, no. and, and, and don't get me started on the, on the stadium situation. Good stadium grief. Awful. That, that might be the worst stadium situation in the NFL. Like the stadium's awful, and it's not even near the city. Like if you wanted to say, like, all right, DC has more, you know, it's more stuff that the Smithsonian's and the White House. It's right a mile there. and a half away from the metro. Like it's, that. Like yeah. I, I mean, like people like complain about like the, the the like the complex not being like in this like in downtown. But how long does it take? How long does it take to not drive from like being in Center City to like the stadium? Fifteen minutes. Yeah, but say like you can you can like you said you can hop on the subway like it's still in the Philadelphia city limits like you're yeah. saying like Facts Field which is trash not even in the city of of, of Washington D.C. the D.C. proper it's a trash stadium forgive me get, miss miss me with all that list he had on his list he had ranked New Orleans Green Bay number two which is I mean come on other than Lambeau what else are you doing in Green Bay I can get like I get it's a pilgrimage it's all you know blah. it's just the stadium my guy. There's no way that, Green Bay no, should be too. That's a very sounds about uh, quite uh, white. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, well, seriously, what else is there to do? In, like, when you go no. to Green Bay, you're going to the game and that's it. Like, that's I don't it. know. Oh, sorry. You might get some brats. Yeah, that's it. But you can get brats anywhere. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Like, say, like, it's not, it's not like down the street from Milwaukee. Like, it's a drive from Milwaukee. It's a drive from Chicago. Like, you can't even. And I don't know why Baltimore got dumped on too. Baltimore, like. That's a that's that's a stadium with a city downtown. I think that's a decent city. Yeah, I think it's a decent city. There's enough to do. You can walk to the stadium. I mean, there's stuff there's stuff close enough to the stadium. Yeah, but yeah, Green Bay, Miami, Vegas, and Buffalo number five on this list, which is a little wild. Was a little wild to me. Um, just personally, and before we got here, personally, my list is probably would probably be something like New Orleans, Philadelphia, New Orleans, Vegas, Miami. Uh, LA, Chicago, those might be my top five on my list. I don't know. If, I don't know if you have personal lists that, that your personal list is a little bit different than that. But I, I mean, like, 
it, it's a usual spus- suspects Vegas. I, I, I mean, like all things considered, yeah, yeah. No, like I, I mean, like, dude, like I've never been to the Miami Stadium, but I mean, like, is that Miami Stadium any good? Uh, no. So again, like Miami's not not good, and again, it's not relative. It's not relatively close to where you'll be hanging out probably most of the time, Miami Beach. But again, Miami's Miami, so it's a, no, it's a like cheat code. like. For me, I would put Vegas, LA, the usual suspects. Like, not even, not even MetLife. I mean, that's in the middle of North middle Jersey. Of nowhere. Right, exactly. Like, New York as a city is fine, but again, getting to MetLife and getting back from MetLife is a hassle. So, yeah, so that's definitely not on the list. But Ben Volden, Boston Globe, um, do better when you when you create lists um, and get Philly somewhere in your top 15 or 20 ish next time you make one. All right, we are out of here. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. Be back with you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. But until then, we're out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. Have you been to Express lately? People can't get enough of their clothes. They're like insta-confidence boosters. The jeans come in a temp-control fabric that keeps you comfortable no matter the weather. And the t-shirts, hands down, they'll feel like they're made of the softest fabric you've ever worn. And get this, the suits have stretch and look sharp. Like, what? How do they do that? Everyone's raving about the newest looks from Express. Just check out the five-star reviews. See for yourself and shop the latest at Express.com and in stores. So then I dropped some garlic and croutons on there, and the rest is salad history. I made the best salad ever, people. And now I'm making the best app. The Caesar Sportsbook app got live in-game betting, parlays, and Caesar rewards. Caesar salad ain't got nothing on my app. Nothing. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat 1-888-532-3500. Download the Caesar Sportsbook app. Your app is ready, Emperor.